Hi loves, welcome to the Create and Elevate Her podcast. I'm Ashley Avila, ER nurse, Enneagram 9, and mindset and self-love enthusiast. I know you're tired of feeling stuck with where you're at in life. You find yourself heartbroken or going through a life transition and just don't know where to go from here. You're wanting the guidance, motivation, mindset tools, and the self-love that you can apply in your life to be able to navigate this healing and self-growth journey. So if you're ready to learn and grow and create the life you want and elevate your best self, then girl, grab your $6 latte or fill up your glass of wine and let's dig in. Hello, friends. Oh my God, I am so excited that you guys are here with me today. I cannot believe I am recording my very first episode of my own podcast, Create and Elevate Her. I am so excited. This is insane. I can't believe that it's coming to life. And here we are. So I just want to thank all my friends and family for all the love and support near and far. Thank you so much. I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It's going to be a fun ride. I'm excited and bear with me. I am going to improve on how I deliver my messages and how I record these podcasts and all the technical stuff. So thank you so much for being so patient and just supporting me along this way. Like I said, it's going to be fun and I know I'm going to grow into a better person, better speaker, uh, improve my communication skills, public speaking skills. So I'm so, I'm super excited. All right, so I wanted to kick off this podcast with this first episode talking a little bit about my background and what led me to starting this podcast, how I shifted my mindset after the breakup because that's ultimately what led me to starting this podcast. Spoiler alert. (laughs) And what I hope for this podcast and what I hope this will be for you guys. So I'm super excited. Let's get started. So a little bit about myself, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Ashley, I'm 30 years old. My birthday's actually at the end of this month in January, so I'm super excited, going to be 31. My 30s have been amazing so far, and I know it's just begun, but I'm looking forward to my 30s. I'm I'm super excited. I'm an ER nurse, I've been a nurse for about eight eight years now, and I'm actually transitioning into the education side, teaching side, so I'll be teaching nursing students. I'm super excited. I think it'll make me a better mentor, better leader, and role model overall. So super stoked about that. I'm from a border town two hours south of San Antonio, Texas, Laredo, Texas, and moved to San Antonio for nursing school, and I've been here ever since. San Antonio is my home now. I love San Antonio. I love the people, the culture. It's been great. I love it here. I love traveling. I love trying out different coffee shops, and I'm a huge podcast listener. I love listening to different podcasts. I love learning. I love anything self-help, personal development, always wanting to improve myself. So I'm super excited that I'm creating my own podcast to help other people. Super excited. Okay, so what led me to starting a podcast? Well, as many of you may know already, I went through a pretty bad breakup in 2021. I was with this person pretty much all my 20s. I met him when I was 22 and then we broke up when I was 29. And, you know, on and off that whole year, right before I turned 30, we were trying to work things out, trying to go to couples therapy, 
trying to see if we can fix what was broken. And ultimately, we couldn't. So I found myself 30, single, never been married, engaged. I was sad, feeling betrayed, lost, so scared of the future. Because my identity was tied to that relationship. And I think that's why I felt so confused. Because I was out in this new world now. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I have to start dating now. Or I better get on that dating train because I want to get married and I want to have kids. And who am I now? I was with this person for such a long time. Such a critical time in my life as well. I mean, he he was there when my dad passed away. I mean, when I graduated nursing school you know, starting off my nursing career. It was all in my 20s. And so it was a huge part of my life. And I think that's, that was one of the most difficult things to, to deal with. Because not only did I, did I feel like I lost myself in that relationship, I also lost him, right? Because he was my best friend. And this was someone that I Picture myself getting married with, having kids. Like I would think about how would our kids look like? What would we name them? You know, possibly moving up closer to his family. I picture myself growing old with this person. So when that's kind of taken away, you're kind of feeling lost and confused. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. So it's not going to play out like that? <laughs> that was really, really difficult. And I found myself in a very, very dark place. And for those of you who don't know, my dad had passed away probably about five years before my ex and I broke up. And I never dealt with those emotions. I kind of tucked those emotions away. And my dad had passed away pretty suddenly. He was 48 years old, so very young. And I was supposed to see him for Father's Day and he passed away a month before that. A little, I think a little under a month. So that was a very difficult time in my life. And so going back to the breakup, right, after finally moving on with my life and trying to navigate this healing journey, all those emotions were resurfacing back up from my dad's passing. Um, I get vulnerable here a little bit. But I remember being in the shower, Ugly crying, guys, okay? Ugly crying, my eyes all swollen, snot coming out, butt naked, like crying. And I remember stopping and being like, why am I feeling this way? The same way I felt when my dad passed away. It was that, like someone punched me in the gut feeling, chest tightness, like I was having a heart attack kind of feeling, then the not in your throat when you're crying, but angry at the same time feeling. I had noticed that. I took note of that. And I literally stopped crying in the shower and I was like, whoa, 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 what does this mean? Why am I feeling this way? And so I remember telling my therapist about this and, and I remember thinking it's, it's kind of, it felt like I had lost someone, but no one acknowledges it that way. Not like someone died. They don't acknowledge, your friends and family don't acknowledge it that way. Even though you might feel that way. Because technically, you lost the person you were with. The relationship. The person you were with in that relationship. And the future you had in your mind, right? 
And so that, on top with the feelings that were resurfac resurfacing back up from my dad's passing, it was very overwhelming. And it really took me into this dark place in my life, a lot darker than after my dad died. Because like I said, I didn't deal with those emotions at that time. I kind of just tucked it away. Like I cried and I was devastated and it hurt and I was angry, but I really tried my best to just keep those. I didn't want to face those feelings. So now they were all coming back up and it was very overwhelming. And I knew I needed professional help. And that's when I reached out. And I'm so glad for the love and support I had from my friends and family. I really couldn't have done it without them. Just going back to that, the comparison of losing some, actually losing someone versus just going through a breakup or a divorce. And if you've been in my situation, maybe this resonates with you a little bit. The, the different ways people respond to the divorce or breakup versus when you lose someone, right? Because you know how you feel. You still feel those same emotions. I question my self-worth a lot after the breakup as well. And that is a, a big thing as to why I wanted to create this podcast. Because I did not want other people, other women to feel this way. I wanted to share what has helped me. Well, at that time I was thinking, I am not, I don't want to feel this way again. And I don't want women to feel this way. And now I'm like, okay, what have I learned in this, you know, throughout this year and a half or two? What have I learned and how can I share that with others? I shifted my mindset during this healing process after the relationship ended. Instead of having a victim's mindset, I decided to have more of a growth mindset. Instead of blaming this person for the way life was going for me, being single, 30, no kids, and you know, all that stuff, like having to now rush into dating and rush into finding someone and whatever. Instead of doing that, I just said, I need to just take responsibility for my role in this and take responsibility for my life and what was going to come next. So I stopped blaming someone else and took control of my life. And that involved having difficult conversations with myself alongside with my therapist, because I know that I could definitely go into this rabbit hole of negative thoughts and self-blame. And I wanted to do this in a healthy way. So that's what the sessions with my therapist were for as well. But it involved asking myself questions like, how could I have done better? Because I am not perfect. I had my flaws, my toxic traits, whatever you want to call it. Like I had I made mistakes in the relationship as well. And I know that I could do better. And so I wanted to just take out all the lessons that I could from this relationship and learn from it to be able to apply it to my future relationships and to become a better partner, not only, not a better person for my, you know, as a partner in relationships, romantic relationships, but become a better person for my friendships and my relationships with my family. And with myself as well. Because we can always find ways to improve ourselves. So I knew that I had two options. I could get out of this bitter. Or I can get out of this better. And I knew taking the bitter route wasn't going to get me anywhere, ultimately. It was just going to keep me in this vicious cycle of blaming other people, not taking responsibility for my life. And I would get nowhere. 
It wasn't going to serve me. I knew it was not going to serve me. Even though it felt good or it felt easier to do to just cry and blame other people, I just knew that I wanted to take the better route. And don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not saying that I wasn't upset or pissed off at this person or for what they did to me, what they dis- their choices or whatever you want to call it. I was very, very much upset and disappointed and hurt, but I knew that I wanted to take a certain path in my life and I knew that, okay, what's happened has happened. Now I know. I am not going to tolerate that. I am moving on and this is how I'm going to navigate this healing journey. This is how I want my life to go because going the bitter route just was not going to get me anywhere. And I knew that I just had to do the inner work and become the best version of myself. So what do I hope for this podcast? And what I hope this podcast is for you? I really want this to be a community of support, hope, and empowerment to go from healing from a broken heart, or even if you're not heartbroken, but you're, you find yourself in, in a point in your life where you're not feeling that confidence or don't really have any sense of self-worth and you want to create the life that you want and grow into the best version of yourself. And it's just so much more fun and empowering when you have others that have been in similar situations going along for the ride with you. We have all been through something that has built that strength within us. Think back to all the struggles and the pain, suffering that you've been through. Now give yourself a damn pat in the back because you are still here. Now think about that pain. How do you want to turn that into purpose, into something beautiful? My personal pain has improved my empathy and in being able to connect with others. And remember that everything that has happened to you has happened for you. So what meaning are you going to give that situation, that failure, that heartbreak? What meaning are you going to give it? Not what does that mean for you? Because, for example, I could say, this person doing this to me must mean that I am not worthy. Because this person betrayed me, this must mean I am not worthy of love. I am not enough. Fill in the blank, whatever it may be. But instead, what meaning am I going to give that situation? I've looked at what's helped me truly become my best self, which is always a work in progress. I love learning and I love always trying to improve different areas of, in, of my life. And I've realized that I've gained resiliency and the strength to move forward. And now I'm just like, how can I share this with other women experiencing similar pain or obstacles in their life? So I'm so excited for this podcast. I'm so excited for what's to come out of it. I plan to get guests on this podcast to have them talk about, you know, share their story and the struggles that they've encountered in their life and the mindset and the different tools that have helped them become the best versions of themselves. So I'm so excited. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. If this podcast episode inspired you, taught you something or moved the needle for you in your growth journey, then please share it with a girlfriend. 
leave a review or screenshot the episode and share on Instagram and tag me at it's Ashley Avila underscore. I would forever be grateful for you guys and I can't wait to hear from you. You can also join the free Facebook community, Create and Elevate Her. Until next time, friends, and remember, it's a good day to have a good day.